When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Children all have things they are afraid of. It is both normal and also often transitory. In the same way that babies and toddlers develop fears of strangers and separating from parents that often disappear, so too do school-age children through adolescence. Today, I am answering a question from a listener about dealing with her children through the spooky season. Often, fears arise out of an upsetting experience, like being bitten by a dog or hearing about something disturbing, which these days is almost anything on the news, or just from a creative imagination, just a fantasy that is had. Having some fears, which don't really compromise your life, that your child then learns to cope with, is actually a healthy thing. This helps them to be reasonably cautious, but also to be resilient in managing difficult situations and feelings. Halloween can be a tough time for those children who don't enjoy all the scary Halloween stuff. They may get exposed to seeing and hearing things that leave them very frightened and for much longer than just the holiday. Think about who your child is and what they are comfortable with before you expose them to creepy, scary, violent images that are often part of the holiday. There is nothing to be gained by pushing your child, frankly, even your teenage child, to take part in ghosts, witches, severed body parts, and the like. 
even if you find this to be really fun for you. Fears that don't really interfere with life aren't a problem. Though helping your child to deal with them can make life more pleasant for both of you. Fears that make them avoid places, though, like school, parties, or other people's homes, or activities like bathing, sleeping, eating, are a problem, and they do need attention. I'm going to discuss some common childhood fears. First of all, and super common, the dark. Many a child fears what might be there in the dark. Monsters, burglars, ghosts. And sleeping with a nightlight actually can help. Reassurances of safety. Talking about what scares them. Having a protective blanket for a younger child. And getting to inspect before bed. These are all coping skills. Most children do grow out of this by early adolescence but not all. If fears of the dark keep them from having any sleepovers or keep you both up at night, then you may want to consider intervention. Most interventions would be a plan to desensitize them to the dark, little by little, pushing their envelope of comfort with getting a little darker every few nights, as well as some arguing back with whatever scary thoughts they are having. Next is dogs or other animals. What seems friendly and cute to you may terrorize a child who sees the dog as big. And compared to them, the dog is big, with big teeth, and not in control. To help your child, look at pictures of dogs. Talk about them. And if you know someone with a small and calm dog, plan a meeting and let your child slowly, without you pushing, pet the dog if they are able. Never force your child to pet a dog. This itself can just reinforce their fear. Just encourage, demonstrate for them interacting with the dog and let them talk about it. Talk and talk. Fears of dogs, cats, bugs, snakes are actually all very common and often resolve on their own by adolescence. If they do not, this is still not a problem as long as it is not interfering with your life. However, if they can't go to summer camp because of spiders or they can't visit grandma, because she has a dog, then this may be a phobia that can be benefited from treatment. Treatment is not long-lived. It is about desensitizing them to the object they fear through slow but steady introductions to it, along with teaching them relaxation techniques so they can diminish their own fear response. Next up is the bathtub. Many children become afraid of going down the bathtub drain. It may seem weird to you, but it's really common. As much as you explain they cannot fit until they are older, 
they actually don't have the kind of developmental cognitive ability to understand that big things cannot fit in small places. This doesn't develop until they're a little older, by six or seven. Once they get it and understand they really can't fit down the bathtub drain, this fear will subside. But in the meantime, just take them out of the tub before you drain it. Otherwise, this fear can generalize to the tub altogether, and then you will have trouble giving your kid a bath at all. Keep the tub shallow. Add toys and other enticing and distracting elements. Give them a sticker or some other small reward for bathing, and make the bath brief. This will help them over the hump and get them desensitized to the bath. Again, do not force them in because it will only re-traumatize them. If need be, if it's really a problem, take a step back for a few days with some sink baths. Next up, loud noises. Younger children, and especially four to six-year-olds, can become afraid of things that make a lot of noise. Things like vacuums, drills, ambulances. Again, this usually subsides if you don't force the point. They can be in another room when you use the noisy object, and you can let them play with the toy version of whatever it is to help them be able to talk about it and process it and get comfortable with the idea of, for example, a vacuum. Thunderstorms. This is a very common fear. In fact, it's even a fear for many adults. It can unfortunately be a true phobia. Now, this means they may start working their lives around avoiding a thunderstorm, which does in itself become a real problem. But you discussing how unlikely, in fact, you can even give them the actual rare statistics, any real danger from a thunderstorm actually happens, will help. Use an intellectual discussion of what thunder and lightning really are to make them more comfortable by understanding it. The defense mechanism of intellectualization, in other words, explaining from a science point of view what's really happening in thunder, two clouds and the pressure and buildup, will actually help demystify it and make it less scary. Let them watch from a window and tell them how beautiful and how fascinating you find them. Let them know you keep them safe and that they are safe indoors or in a car during a storm. This fear may disappear or it may blossom into a true phobia. If they become very frightened whenever the sky darkens or it rains at all, if they ask you often if a thunderstorm is coming, or particularly if they are avoiding activities because they fear getting caught outside during a thunderstorm, even when it only looks gray, then I would suggest you seek help. Then there comes the issue of imagined real threats. Some kids start to be afraid of robbers, kidnappers, 
and other perceived real-life criminal situations. Discussing your real-life safeguards and the real-life minimal odds is often really helpful. Let them draw a picture or write a story about their fears, which lets them process the fear itself. Have them write a happy ending to the story about how it all turned out. These are kids that need to not hear or see the news until they are quite a bit older. Watching the news or having the news on in the background makes a kid feel like there is constant and frequent danger. If your child is often fearful, worried, and asks, what if this happens? What if that happens frequently? They may have what's called generalized anxiety disorder. Not that uncommon in children, but again, very treatable. Do see a child psychiatrist for an evaluation. Cognitive behavioral therapy is often very helpful, and sometimes medication is needed. The U.S. Preventive Task Force last April went so far as to suggest that all pediatricians screen children 8 to 18 for anxiety disorders because they are so common, they are so often missed, and they are so easily treatable. Magical threats. For some kids, it's their imagination that is their worst enemy. Ghosts, monsters, witches seem around every corner. Spend time discussing reality. This is not the kid to go on about the tooth fairy with. They may become afraid of losing teeth. Play up what's real and what's not. Each morning, ask them if they were scared and whether their fear actually came true, which will help them to see with a little time that imaginary fears are just that, imaginary. This is the kind of fear that can pose a difficult time for a child around Halloween. Overall, do not force them to face the fear. Rather, help them to slowly experience it as they can tolerate it and see that they can master it. Also, never poo-poo the fear. It may seem silly to you, but it feels very real to them. And you're saying it's silly just dismisses their feelings, which are quite real. Shaming them will not help the fear to go away. It will only make them feel worse. But also, don't credit the fear with too much power. Fears do not justify avoiding things that matter and that give life enjoyment. Be back in a moment with my listener's question. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. 
During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Back with a question from my listener. And to ask, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, My son is in third grade. And for Halloween, his friends want to go to a haunted house for fun. My son is really upset because he feels afraid of going to a haunted house. He finds things intended to be scary, but somehow fun to others, like scary movies and often stuff around Halloween, like monsters and blood, to really make him scared and anxious, and he doesn't like it. He doesn't want to be excluded from things with his friends, though, and he's worried if he tells them this stuff scares him, they will make fun of him and leave him out of their Halloween plans. At the same time, if he goes and embarrasses himself by acting terrified, that also, he is concerned, could backfire in terms of staying friends in the future. Also, I have to say, knowing my son, it seems likely if he goes and gets terrified, I will personally be looking forward to weeks of nightmares and terror at nighttime with many wake-ups for me. I'm not sure what to advise him and what to do about him being so scared. There is not an entirely right and wrong answer here. It's not that unusual to be afraid of scary stuff when you're in third grade. Culturally, we make it much harder for boys than we do for girls, as if somehow boys are supposed to be little men and somehow men are not allowed to be afraid of things that are indeed scary. Don't buy into this. So although it is unfair and not right, kids can be mean to each other about anything that is a perceived weakness or interferes with their own attempts to bond with peers and stay unafraid and independent. That being said, plenty of people, especially the sensitive, the anxious, or even just the highly perceptive, do not enjoy being shown horror of any type. Some people do find horror from the safety of their movie seat or in trick-or-treating to be fun because for them it's exciting and it approximates high risk, but from the true safety of their seat or a place not truly inside the horror. But those who experience the excitement as true anxiety may instead 
really feel trapped in a living nightmare. And it can be a little traumatic, leaving them with, as you point out, a lingering heightened anxiety and visual memories that continue to disturb them. For the anxious kid, it's really not great for them to be pushed over the edge. Rather, it's better for them to introduce scary stuff at levels that they can tolerate, reasonably comfortably escalating amounts of the things they find scary bit by bit to desensitize them. So one thing you can do is to try some of this at home before Halloween. You can start with just a still picture of someone dressed up as a ghost, a goblin, a skeleton, maybe a picture of some fake blood. Once he feels okay with that, with you, you can introduce listening to some eerie Halloween music while looking at the pictures and wait till he feels comfortable with that. Until he is comfortable, I wouldn't introduce anything especially horrifying that sometimes is presented at Halloween, like dismembered parts, an axe in a person's head. Because even though obviously someone must be finding this fun, going too far for your son will just serve to be more traumatic and not desensitize him. And that's what you were in fact trying to do. If he gets more comfortable, you may be able to help him to master these fears on your own. But if he doesn't, in time for this Halloween, I would not push him to go. I would instead help him make some alternate plans with this group or with other friends from another group that is more his speed so he can enjoy the holiday. And I would continue working on it so that he can eventually join in with his friends next time if this is what he wants to be able to do. And in fact, helping him to accomplish this is really a great life skill you're teaching him, a skill to push yourself a little bit to do the hard things, the things that make you nervous. Because avoiding just makes you do less and less and stay more and more scared. And certainly, at some point, this will be applicable to more than just this situation with Halloween. But that getting totally overwhelmed can really set you back. You want to desensitize him without flooding him. By the way, he doesn't have to discuss with anyone, including his friends, why he may make an alternate plan. But by simply planning something that seems fun to him, he can then say, sorry, I can't make it to the haunted house for this time around. I'm trick-or-treating with some other people, but I'd love to next year. And then next year, having worked all year with him on this, he can. Many small fears come and go in childhood. Most will not interrupt life or pose a long-lasting issue. They don't need treatment. Just understanding and sometimes small and safe introductions from you to help them get comfortable and see that really, it's okay. If, however, a fear grows to be interrupting life, then it may have become a phobia or another anxiety disorder. 
25% of all children will have an anxiety disorder at some point in their childhood. Anxiety disorders are treatable and need treatment to prevent them from affecting schoolwork and important relationships. And untreated, they can also lead to depression. I hope that was helpful. Halloween can be a totally fun holiday. But if you have a child who tends to run on the fearful side, go with the pumpkins and cats and skip the witches and ghosts. You do not need scary movies or to take them to scary homes to have a great time. And it's better not to leave them with a few more fears after the holiday is over. But as they get older, if they feel unhappy themselves with their fears, then help them to slowly expose themselves to the scarier elements of Halloween in the safety and comfort of your home, where they can get accustomed to seeing such things and feel less afraid so when the excitement of the big day comes, they can partake in a fun way without being scared to death. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.